Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you listen to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Farmer Podcast. I love these episodes because I get to talk to somebody else. It's not one of those solo shows. I love bringing people, bringing guests on because I get to learn. I love learning from other people. So today I have a, I have a great guest. Her name's Corin Brennan. Um, she's gonna, we're going to talk about health and the word I love, permaculture, and how, it, how we can live a more healthy lifestyle through permaculture. But before we get into the main topic, uh, I'm going to let Brent, Corin, excuse me, kind of just introduce herself to you, the listeners, so you can get to know her just a little bit more and her windy path of how she got to where she is today. And then we'll just kind of jump into this conversation. And of course, it'll be a great conversation where we both come out learning something new. Uh, Corin, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, you want to give just a slight introduction of who you are, where you, and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I, I learned about permaculture from a friend, and um, this really set me on a, a complete life change path. It really changed the paradigm of my worldview, you know, virtually everything of how I saw the world. And uh, he invited me to participate in uh, a project, a permaculture project at Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. And I went to that and it, it just, the ability to change tough conditions with this practice really impressed me. And it, it really kind of caught my heart and my mind and my spirit and set me on a path of wanting to do it full-time so that I, I continue to train and learn and now I'm doing it full-time. I live on a farm, a permaculture farm, and I <clears throat> teach permaculture and I do designs for people and it's it's really a wonderful lifestyle. I, uh, it makes me think about the first time I heard about permaculture. I was listening to a podcast episode I mean, when podcasts just barely came out is the very beginning of podcasts where you actually had to connect your podcast, your, your, your iPod to the computer and download the episode to your, to your iPod because there wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't have cell phones yet. It was all iPods. And I remember listening to a guy named Jack Spearco talking about permaculture. He's like, what is permaculture? And so I went on the internet and I started looking it up and I saw the first greening the desert video by Jeff Lawton. I was like, no way. And I, yeah. I was like, this, this is, this is the future. <laughs> this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do to, to, to bring back nature and the health of nature. This is how, this is how it works. And I remember, and since then, like you, I've been, I've been working with nature and working in gardens and trying to build soil and, and trying to regenerate soils to the point where 
they're nutrient dense and they provide us with that nutrient dense food also. So we're kind of on that same kind of path. Yours is just a little bit longer than mine, but it's a, it's great to stock, talk to somebody that's that, that enjoys permaculture so much as, as I do. Where is, where's your farm at? I don't, I. It's in uh, central Florida near the Gulf coast. Uh-huh. Um, it's in the nature coast area of Florida. So we have a lot of wildlife and, uh, springs and things around us, which is really nice. And do you have animals also? We have chickens right now. We eventually will get animals. It's We're a fairly new project, so we're really focusing on establishing the systems, and then we'll bring the animals in because they take a lot of care, and we're doing a lot of, a lot of other stuff, so I don't want to neglect the animals. <laughs> for sure. bring them in when I can give them my attention. Oh, for sure. And let's talk about, so that word systems, I mean, I imagine a lot of people listening here don't really understand the systems. Could you elaborate just a little bit more on those permaculture systems? Well, we, we integrate life, you know, every aspect of life. So it's when we have a garden, it's not just a garden. It's um, we're, we're catching the rainwater from the roof of our home and using that to water the garden. And we're building soil with the chicken uh, poop and, um, some of our neighbors, uh, horse poo or goat poo or, and, um, and the leaves off the trees. And I, we, we bring in community to learn, to share produce with each other, to share seeds. And uh, it also is part of our financial aspect. So we, we and, and then of course, it's therapy. <laughs> You know, a lot of my work right now is on computers, so I just really look forward to going out to the garden and harvesting some beautiful fruit or or veggies and uh, just hanging out and watching the birds and the butterflies. (laughs) It's it's a really nice break. Oh, yep. I mean, one of the one of the main reasons, and all my listeners know, but one of the main reasons I I wrote my book Playing Dirt is because that whole mental aspect of it yeah being outside and and feeling so wonderful feeling i always put it feeling in the present moment doing mm-hmm. something good i mean i mean that that's what we're all trying to do we're trying to find ourselves in the present moment doing something good and and that's what my first little garden helped me feel for the first time in many years because i grew up gardening with my parents but we kind of went away from that tradition once we moved into the city and and then I slowly went back to it due due to modern survivalism a a, a term that's used more frequently today but I was trying to prepare for for any type of disaster um and and the garden kept on coming back up, kept on coming back up. You should have a garden to be able to produce some of your own food. And, and that was the first time I went back to garden. And that first little garden was just a planter box and two, three flower pots. And, uh, and I planted some seeds and some eggshells. And then that was my very first garden. Of course, there's way too many plants for those little teeny, that little teeny planter box and, and flower pots. Uh, but I remember just being in that little teeny area and watering it and being out there and it actually and it took me away from the past so all those past thoughts of why did you do that Ben and then all the anxious future thoughts of what am I going to do how I'm going to pay back this debt and all this other stuff while I was in chiropractic college uh and it brought me to that moment and it was and that's how it all started that's how the whole book started like I, I felt it felt so good to be 
just 50, just those 15 minutes felt so great. And as I, as I kept on, as I kept on doing it, I noticed that that time I was with the plants, uh, it, it would, it would continue on once I was done. So I'd, I would have that, that beautiful sensation, that beautiful feeling, even after I was done, it would last just a little bit longer, but that little teeny, that little teeny garden of mine is what actually brought me out of the depths of some pretty hard moments in my life. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's a beautiful, it's, mentally for me it's one of it's one of it's one of the main reasons i do it now because i uh i actually don't as, eat as much vegetables as i used to as i continue to develop my 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 philosophy and and continue to study about what true health is i'm 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 seeing that actually animal is what i believe is probably better nutrition than than what a plant is so I continue, I continue to garden because I love it so much because of the mental aspect. And, and we still eat a lot from the garden, but a lot of it is actually given it away now. So others can enjoy the fruits of my labor. And I love doing that too. So, but uh, like you're saying, those, those mental moments are, are beautiful and, and super important. And, and I, and I cherish those moments in the garden for that reason. Now that's cool. Yeah. So you, you use you use permaculture not just to grow your own food, but you, it's 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 kind of it's a it's a lifestyle for you guys, and it's and it's I remember reading something about it's a climate friendly lifestyle. You want to talk yeah. a little bit about about that and how and how people can take permaculture and transition and transition into a climate friendly lifestyle. How can how can they use permaculture to do that? Well, there's so many ways and so many directions. And the, the thing that's, that's difficult about that is that our society is not set up to, uh, to live very climate friendly. I mean, we're so dependent on fossil fuels and other pollution um, producing things that it's, it's really hard, it's expensive to transition, et cetera. So permaculture gives you a lot of tools that reduce the cost of transitioning to a pollution-free life um, and make it more enjoyable. And it's not just about growing a garden or catching your water or having solar on your home, though we do all those things. It's how you connect all of those things with your social capital in the community, for instance. Uh, we, I used some of my uh, relationships with my friends to actually come together and purchase this farm. I couldn't purchase it on my own at the time. And um, so I looked at you know, let's think outside of the box. I, you know, this box of having to have a mortgage and, and good credit and a big down payment and all that kind of stuff that you need in America is, it's, it's very unreal for one thing. It's very artificial. It's, it's, we've never done it like that throughout history, have this 30 year mortgage and have to get a bank approval before you can have a place to live or pay a landlord. So, um, you know, by thinking outside of the box and by thinking with uh, your relationships with everything and really looking at what those relationships mean and how you can exchange beneficial energies with all of your relationships, it really opens up um, a much higher yield in your life, a lot more choices and opportunities and a lot more richness. It just, you know, we waste so much of our, of our, um, the things that we built up over life, like our friendships, you know, we think about that regularly. How can I, 
how can I be more of more use to my friend and what they need? And how can that person be more of use to me? And usually you don't have those conversations. Um, but when you start having them, then you open up all kinds of windows. It's really exciting and fun. And, and, it, and it brings up uh, exactly what I'm trying to do. I mean, that's, that's what I've noticed over, over the years of doing this podcast. I've gotten to know so many wonderful people by interviewing and just by reaching out and talking and learning with other people. But then I don't keep up with those relations. And, and it's something that I realized like, Ben, this, this is something that this is probably one of the most important parts and you're not doing it. You're not, you're not staying on top of it and saying, Hey, hi, I found this article. I thought you would you'd be interested and, and just staying in contact with these, these wonderful people that have helped me so much. And, and I've, I've noticed that in my own life and how important it is to, to have those good people around you i'm not and they don't always have to be around you physically but knowing that they're just uh they're just they're just one text message away from maybe helping you out in something that that you that you might need or you helping them out in something that they might need and that's something i've been trying to do i'm trying to i'm trying to focus and 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 talk to at least three people that I know every day and just to see how they're doing or finding something that they would probably be interested in and, and sending it to them. So I can, so I can try to build, build that, 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 that community, that community that's mm -hmm. so important um, back mm -hmm. up again. Cause it's, it's, uh, that's one of the things I love about permaculture is, is how that talks about community and how, and how we build communities. And that's one of the things I wrote about my book too, is how nature helps us build communities i remember there was one time i was in my front yard garden and and i was talking i was just working and some guy and people are always passing by and then like and they'd always ask me what are you doing out front because it wasn't even my yard it was it was the it was the piece of land between the street and and the sidewalk actually it wasn't even my front yard <laughs> but i didn't have anything i didn't have anywhere else to grow food so i was like well i'm going to use this and people would always come by and ask me and i and i got to know the majority of my neighbors unfortunately that way I mean it wasn't that we went out and talked it was because I was out in the garden and they would walk by and they would stop and they would ask me what are you doing and I was like well I'm out here trying to grow some of my food and of course their second question was always well doesn't people come and steal it all I was like yeah the majority of it but at least I get some of it <laughs> but but it was a great way to build build community in it. and I found out that some of these people actually were going through some pretty hard moments and I was able to help them by helping them understand the importance of growing food. And, and some of these people actually had a backyard where they could grow some food. And, and one of them was, was a good friend of mine, Ugo, he became a good friend of mine and, and his wife was sick and he was trying to figure out a way that he could help his wife uh, go get through this, this hard time of her life. And I was like, dude, nutrient dense food is probably one of the best ways. It's, it's one of the best ways to decrease toxicity. So he went home and he started growing. And then we started talking about how to grow food and all that stuff and became a great relationship, but it would have never happened. That community would have never happened if it wasn't me out there working, working in the garden. So it's yeah. so important to have a community of, of like-minded people and, and, it, and not, are you not even like-minded people that are willing to progress and, and, and be humble and, and learn new things. And, mm. and, and permaculture is something that I've seen has been a great help in my life. It's just, I need to get back on top of it and really get in touch with these people and, and stay in touch so we can, so we can actually truly help each other. Yeah. Yeah, and you you were talking about disasters and climate change, and you know a lot of people are experiencing the disasters because of climate change. And uh, what I urge people who are concerned about that is, yes, please develop community. 
take the time to develop those relationships and spend time on those relationships, especially locally where you live, because um, it's easy to get distracted and go on the internet and talk to someone in, in China or Japan or something, you know, or Canada or wherever. But, you know, your neighborhood is, is what is going to make you resilient in these kinds of settings where we all have to continue to learn from each other and help each other through these transitional times. And even if climate change wasn't happening, there's a lot of other reasons to strengthen communities and strengthen your local food supply. And um, not to mention that it's, it's fun, it's joyful, it's, it's healthy, and, you know, all those personal reasons. Uh, it's, it's really a win-win situation. A lot of people don't know how to build community and you have a great idea of just like, being there for people. And um, that's, that's beautiful. I think that's a really core part of it. And then there's a whole set of tools that permaculture has to, um, you know, to, to, to design community and to create the structures that make it easier for people to create community together because those structures to a great degree have been removed from a lot of our cultures. They did exist in indigenous cultures and in other older cultures, and they still do in some areas, but in modern culture in the US, for instance, as uh, many people have completely forgotten how to do that. And a lot of these steps and building community are pretty simple and it could be learned by anybody. Oh, I mean, I mean, the majority of the things that that are important in life, uh, it, kids understand it. It's it's they're not. It's it's never complex. It's it's actually most things are very simple. I mean, and that's exactly what I talk about. I talk about health uh, through how our ancestors lived, and they did live in communities. I mean, and the thing about our ancestors is they they were incredibly healthy. And they didn't even know they were doing what they needed to do. It was just life. It was just simple, good old life. And that's all they did. They lived their life and they were incredibly healthy. There's, you never saw anyone that was overweight. You never, you, most people were quite strong. And, and they, and all they did was just simplify their lives. Their lives were very, very simple. And, and that's what I see. I mean, that's what I see permaculture trying to do. They, they, they simplify into, into three, into three tenets. Take care of the earth. Take care of yourself. And then I love how 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 it's on your webpage. Take care of the future. I mean, if you do those three things, uh, life becomes very simple. So, how can we take care of the earth? Well, regenerate soil. How can we take care of each other? Well, let's treat each other as they sh as we should be treated, and we know we should be treating. And and then if we do that, the future is going to be all right. But mm. it, it, it's 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 there's there's simple concepts, of course. They're concepts. So when you when you bring them together and, and you actually plan it all out, it's it, that's a little bit more uh, detailed. But it's if you take those simple concepts and, and put them into your life and, and move one step forward, uh, things just kind of seem to work out. And and that's what I see in in what people regenerative agriculture. That's what they're trying to do. And and in this in this permaculture movement, which for some reason I hear less and less about, and I, I hear more and more about regenerative agriculture. But at the same time, they're 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 kind of in the same, they're kind of in this they're going in the same path. But permaculture just is, I think, is is more broad now. It, it's not just agriculture, but it's culture and it's and its totality and and pe bringing people together. Mm 
But yeah. It's, it, mm -hmm. And so, some of the big uh, companies like uh, General Mills are t trying to take over the brand of regenerative agriculture. And it, it's not as regenerative as what we would call regenerative agriculture. It's a step in the right direction. I'm going to give them all kinds of kudos for cutting back on, on the soil destruction. Um, they are building soil, but there's a lot more that they could be doing. And um, that's the difference with permaculture. We'll take those techniques from regenerative agriculture and we'll plug them into a whole systems design that is really supposed to bring up all aspects of the system and not just produce a crop. So that's, you know, I think the defining piece of permaculture is we can use all the tools from any sector from chiropractic or from, uh, you know, uh, alternative or creative financing or any of these kinds of tools, um, plug them into a specific site or project and enrich the project as a result. Yeah, and that's what it is. Yeah, it's beautiful how it works out. Um, and the, the tools that, you, that, are, that are found with it, within permaculture I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, to me, it's the way to, to heal the earth and heal us. I mean, talking about healing, I mean, how, how has gardening, how has permaculture, how has, how has being out in nature, how has it helped you physically, mentally, and spiritually, and, and emotionally? Uh, well, I was, I was kind of a desk person. <laughs> And it was, it was harming me spiritually and health, of course, health wise. And um, just being out, I mean, I was kind of out of shape, um, actually a lot out of shape. <laughs> like went into the garden the first time I went out there, I was shoveling and moving manure in a wheelbarrow. And I, by after a little bit, I was just had to lay down on the ground because I was <laughs> just wiped out. And now I can do that all day. I'm much, you know, 15 years older. I'm in my 60s, but I'm pretty darn healthy. I, I, this summer, we were out there five, six hours in the heat of the day in Florida, you know, 95 degrees, and we, I could do it. So that's, that's really a, quite a gain, and it happened over, gradually over time. Um, but I think just that connection with nature is the biggest gain that I've had, is just being being a part of it realizing that you are a part of nature your body is nature <laughs> and you know feeling that connection and having plants that are my friends and just being able to understand it and to watch the birds and know what they're doing and why they're doing it there's something just really therapeutic about just sitting under a tree. <laughs> I don't think, I, I think everybody feels that when they do it, but a lot of people have forgotten how, how therapeutic and maybe how necessary that is. That brings up two things. I mean, yeah, exercise. I mean, that's, I think some of my best workouts have been in the garden for sure. I mean, <laughs> thanks to the garden, I have a very strong low back. Yep. <laughs> mm. but, at, but at the same time, but at the same time, there's moments where 
I'm calmly moving, maybe moving just a little bit of dirt to plant some seeds or just a little bit of dirt to plant an, uh, uh, a transplant. So at the same time, you get both. You get both the best worlds. You get the, you get the soft, calm movements that we need. And then you get those moments where you got the wheelbarrow and the shovel and you're shoveling and you, and you get those really, you get those really rigorous moments of exercise. And yeah, it, to me, it's been, it's one of the best ways to move because not only are you outside under the, the sun's rays, which are so important of remember don't put sunscreen on there's no need for it <laughs> let the sun's rays penetrate your skin but being out there and moving is wonderful but that whole sitting under a tree yeah i mean i think most people have forgot about it because it's been so long since they've actually done it most yeah. people most people when's the last time they've actually even touched dirt most people live on top of concrete pretty much their whole lives and not just that with a, with a sole of their, of their shoe between the concrete and their foot. I mean, they're so far away from what mother nature is that they forget how wonderful and how much she wants to help us feel good, but we're not letting her. We're, we're, mm. we're, 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 we're doing the opposite. We're, we're like retreating from her and all she wants to, all she can do is help us. There's nothing else she really can do. I mean, we don't, she doesn't really need us. I mean, she can thrive without us, but we need her to thrive and, and she wants to be part of it, but we can, it seems like we're, we're moving in the opposite direction. And we do see a, a big change and in, in, in also in the positive movement and a lot of people coming back, but it's, 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 it's a process that we all have to work. And I know that you're doing that building community there, but just a great experience. Thanks for, thanks for coming on and just talking a little bit about who you are and what you're doing and the importance of permaculture in your life and how, and how this has helped you not only be a better person, but live more healthy physically, mm. mentally, and spiritually. And I think if we can take your example and we could use that example in any other people's examples that we see around us, that their lives are improved. Like you said, I mean, 15 years ago, I couldn't do what I'm doing now, but you're 15 years older. Most people think that's, that's not right. That can't happen. Each year, I'm just a little bit slower. I'm just a little bit weaker. I'm just, I, I remember just a little bit less, but it doesn't have to be like that. If we, if we come back and we, and we enjoy nature, I mean, it doesn't have to be like that. I mean, we, you, we can be, you, you're one of those examples of how, no, it doesn't have to be like that. 15 years later, and I feel better than I did 15 years ago. So I appreciate you sharing that and coming on. I mean, where can, where can they get to know more about you, Corey, and, and all the work that you're doing? Well, our website is growpermaculture.com. And um, our, farm web, our farm is called Our Permaculture Farm. And uh, that's ourpermaculturefarm.com. And, um, you know, we have a newsletter and we have <clears throat> uh, classes, online classes and off. And uh, I love to hear from people and just, you know, help you on your journey. And I really appreciate what you're doing in the health field. I think that's super important. And it's a, it's a great path for people to get involved is just trying to heal themselves. Because uh, that's pretty core to healing everything else. So yeah, thank you for having me on. And uh, it's been fun. 
Oh, yeah, it always is. They're always beautiful conversations. So I appreciate you coming on. Of course, go find out more about Corrine. She's doing great work, um, building up a farm, helping people, helping her community and helping people understand the importance of what it is to build up soil so they can build up themselves. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode with Corrine. I enjoyed it quite a bit talking about permaculture. And again, important stuff. Remember, this is a grassroots movement. This grows because we get the word out one person at a time. And a great way to get the word out is by leaving a review of the podcast. My goal is to get 50 before the end of the year. we got one month. We can do this. Help me reach that goal. If you haven't left a review, go to iTunes, type in the Wellness Farmer Podcast, and at the bottom there's a button to rate and review the show. That is a great way to help grow this movement. Join my email list to never miss an episode. And by doing that, you also get my free book, Earth and Us naturally absolutely free among other things and buying my books as gifts for others we're in that season to buy gifts for other people uh, it's a great way to support and get the word out give playing in the dirt the four pillars of health and a short ebook mental well-being made simple as gifts if you are in the states I am going to make it even easier to give my books as a gift only you listening get this offer if you buy two or more books from my website to give as gifts using the code gift you will only have to pay $10 a book. Now talk about a wonderful gift of continuous giving for that price. And finally, join my membership where we go so much more deeper into how we bring the garden and our connection to nature and earth into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being. The first 50 members are getting an incredibly reduced price and will be locked into that price. So don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to www.pastosverdesfarm.com slash subscription and let's start this journey together.